1: Hello and welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with...
0: Isabel, can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Can you say Rob Beckett? Rob
1: Beckett. Very strong. Can I guess, is that Northumberland? That is... North East, North East is it? Well, do you know what? They live in Scotland. I don't think she's Scottish, is she? That is... sound a bit Geordie. That is Isabel, who's two and four months. uh, Or she calls herself Zuma from Paw Patrol. We enjoy the podcast and fall asleep to it, but it doesn't mean it's a B-list podcast.
2: Oh, I think it does. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think we might have to take them off the podcast. We'll put the rest
1: of it on another day if we've missed it.
2: (laughs) I think if you are definitely catching up again, it does slip into A-list. Yeah. But you've got to be catching up on the last 10 minutes. Yeah. You can't just write it off as I've done that. That that, that stinks of B-list, doesn't (laughs) it? It it reeks
1: of B-list. It does reek of B-list. That is Vicky and David uh, Pickering, uh, who live uh, in Moray, Moray, between Aberdeen and Inverness. Whoa, that is far up north. That is well north, isn't it? That is like any norther, you get souther. And then, do you want to hear something, David? (laughs) It's from Lewisham. Yeah. No way! Yeah, you, you really, go. I tell you what, what an advert for Lewisham.
2: I'm going to get as far away as fucking possible. <laughs> um, well, it's a lovely area, Moray, up there. Yeah. Windy, o. Fucking window. Yeah.
1: Have you done Aberdeen, Rob?
2: Um, I have done Aberdeen, and I've done Inverness as well. I, was, I, I think I've got it. I
1: think I'm meant to be going to Inverness.
2: Oh, it's great. It's In the summer, it's amazing. It's, it's light till about
1: midnight. Well, I look forward to it in 2022. How are you, Robert?
2: <laughs> um, good, pretty good. Back, uh, back on the ranch, and uh, you know, all that sleep I thought I'd caught up on has immediately vanished. <laughs> it's not how it It's works, annoying is you it? can't bank it. No, because when you're, what happens is then you get like, you know, if you get tired, if you miss another night's good night's sleep, you, it slowly drains away at you, is yeah. not it? But if you had a really good night's sleep and then you have one bad night's sleep, it's immediately back to like ten yeah. percent. Completely. I don't know how that works, but yeah. Completely. That's a, yeah. And what I've realised is the reason why couples sort of clash is that the parents are never truly both happy at the same time. Because you do things where some, like for us, I lose sort of does the getting up during the week and I'll get up Saturdays yeah. and Sundays. So all that means is Lou's got the ump all week yeah. and then he's buzzing on the weekend. Then on the weekend, I'm, I feel awful. So it's just sort of, you just sort of take turns in feeling awful. And is that what life is?
1: Well, yes, it is.
2: Yes. I think it is until they're about seven. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's Just a short period of time. Just it's just a, it's just a then... decade
1: of your life, Rob. Lost, never to be got back. Yeah. Have you? I had a um. Oh, I had a tough one, tiredness wise, on Saturday, Rob. <laughs> Go on. Last leg. Got back yep. at one thirty. Oh, did you have a few beers in a blur, Doc? Uh, no, I'd had a, I'd had a couple of a uh, couple of beers until uh, reached our legally allotted time when we had to leave, which was very. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Oh, don't let the 3am girls hear this. They'll be all over you. <laughs> with that hot, hot goss. Um, it's, having a beer as you're tidying up your stuff to leave the last leg is almost too close to real life that it's actually too tempting. Do you know what I mean? I I don't miss it as much when I'm just locked in my house. But that that one Friday when I'm allowed out and I can sniff that I should be in the green room is actually worse. <laughs>
2: Yeah, than if you didn't at all.
1: Than if I didn't at all. You can
2: you know you know it's close. When when we did filming for Robert Romesh, sometimes what you do if you go and film on location was filming at like a athletic centre and they had like a a canteen like cafe restauranty place that we were like dropped all our bags and we were yeah. waiting there to film socially distance. and then we had like a catering company that sort of did us food for our filming day and they just gave it to us on plates in this like canteen. I was like, I'm out of dinner. <laughs> I feel like I'm out of dinner.
1: So weird do you know what I, I prefer, this thing with it, i prefer not to be almost experiencing the joy life yeah. life yeah do you know what blows my mind? maybe I'll change with age but parents that take their children to Glastonbury oh. I'd rather just not go Rob Do you know what I it
2: depends on the age because I would take like mine this summer and they'll be like five and, a half
1: and, three and a half to like latitude. Yeah. But I, I couldn't do Glastonbury, it's too big. Imagine knowing that you're in the greatest party in the world and you're making a fucking wind catcher with your your child <laughs> in a circus field.
2: See, that's the thing with Attitude, you're not at the greatest party in the world. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like quite a nice festival for posh people yeah exactly, you know, exactly. Lat- Latitude's good to be fair I do like it it's yeah. a bit cold they'll still book you don't worry you don't have to <laughs> make track I don't want to lose that Latitude coin but, um, <laughs> but um, no but like Glastonbury is get on it go mad kind of festival where Latitude is no one ever really gets on it at Latitude do they
1: so my friend uh, she listens to the podcast actually her and her husband will take their children to Glastonbury their yeah. children about Nine and eleven, eight and ten—that kind of age—and they'll do one night each going out. Yeah, but the
2: no. Nah, uh, yeah, imagine Rob.
1: Uh. Imagine if your night going out was the first night, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you just got to look after kids for three days. Yeah. Oh no. The way the best way to do it is, and there's um, I've got some friends that are older that do. This, they're in their like forty, mid forties. And their kids are teenagers, so they can like, literally be left. Like, yeah. They're at uni or whatever, and they, they don't even have to worry about getting a babysitter or whatever. They just go to Ibiza for, for a week and just go insane. I mean. And then it's just like, that is a 15 year build up of wanting a big <laughs> night out. And they, yeah, you've had a, It's a 15 year build up. Because so, that's like, they are, that like, it's when you have comedy crowds, the, ha- the hardest audience I find is normally a mum and her mates on the on a first night out after having a baby because they're all a bit they're very nervous about leaving the baby they're lightweight because they've not drunk as much because sometimes they've been breastfeeding or whatever they're really excited to see their friends but they're a bit emotionally a a bit stressed because they've left their kid and they drink too much and just go fucking mental
1: well do you know do you know the worry there rob yeah we haven't gigged in a year since we started doing this podcast yeah. Welcome to your new audience, mate. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be your
2: tour audience. Yeah, it'll all be like inflatable cocks, sashes, <laughs> dick
1: straws. Hindu <laughs> Central, mate. Classic, classic Hindu. What's the most popular Hindu? Stretch limo, Rob Beckett Live, <laughs> and then Flair's Nightclub. I'm going to get Stacey Solomon to open. She'll be 20 minutes
2: on Loose <laughs> Swimming and Joe Swash. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I can't take them to Glastonbury. That's too much, I don't think. Not for yeah. me. I'd rather just leave them on their nan and granddad or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, how are parenting things? For me, well,
2: I've got a few things that I've got to go through here because I've not given you much because I was in the flat one eye for a bit. Yeah. Um, screen time, it's getting out of hand to the point now where they can recognize the sounds of TikTok trends. What? So there's a tick, do you like, you're not on TikTok, are you? No. Nah. So there's this TikTok, track. I'll, I'll get the sound for you, right, called Oh No. And it's like, oh, let me tell that down. And it's used, so Oh No, it goes, like, Oh Your No. You're a nightclub, Oh no. no, that was just the advert. Oh, okay. Um, I was, was going to say, adverts. mate. Because of my, my, my habits online, I'll get adverts for like JD Sports or like a nightclub or something really like young. And then, and then it's like debt management. You <laughs> know, this sound, Oh No, right? This sound is used on clips of people doing something wrong. This, do you know this? No. So this is played. So if someone's walking along like an icy river, and yeah. then just before they fall in, it plays this. So it's like oh, a yeah. sound that's used on TikTok, and then someone walk along, and then oh no, oh no, like that. So if I'm listening to it TikTok. The girls run in going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, show me the, oh, no, show me the, because it's it's normally slapstick fall. So they're aware of TikTok trends, which I don't know if I'm creating some sort of Bill Gates Zuckerberg super brain or they will just, you know, be on, you know, Britain's Got Talent gambling apps or whatever. (laughs) The good news is, though, they like The Simpsons. Oh, that is they're good. They're into The Simpsons, which I like. That's a good thing. Cause That's I, good. Yeah, I, I imagine you're like this. You love music and you love Blur and stuff like that, that. I imagine you really... I don't like music as much as you like music, but I imagine you really want your kids to be into cool music that yeah. you can go to gigs with it's them when they're older well and the react well the reality is that won't happen but you sort of want that but you don't want to push it because the more you push it it's less yeah. likely but they've sort of organically got into The Simpsons where it was just on one day
1: I'd love my children to be into The Simpsons Rob
2: yeah so I just sort of put the, the Simpsons on and Bluey Bluey's a good one but it's not as good as The Simpsons but yeah they're into The Simpsons so like, I'm really happy about that how much do they get it does it make I enough don't... sense well it's, it's so funny though constantly funny I don't, I, do you know why I think it works is because Simpsons there's no real narrative in each Simpsons episode something happens and it goes on to something else but it jumps quite quickly doesn't it yeah. like, oh we're doing a puzzle we've lost a piece oh look what I found and I'm looking for the puzzle piece I found this outfit that I used to wear when I was 20 Homer would say and then it does flashbacks and stuff so I yeah. think they're quite like it's snappy but I think it's just Homer being silly
1: it's almost like he's it almost like fun, Daddy Pig, pig it? isn't he it looks yeah yeah it is in many ways, he's the 90s daddy pig, isn't he, Homer? <laughs> he is, yeah. So, oh,
2: um, you yes, must so be I'm,
1: pleased about that. I'm very pleased about that. So, What uh, would you most like your children to be into, Rob? And if um, you answer, I just want them to be happy, I'm hanging up.
2: I I want them
1: to... If you could choose, what hobby would you most like to share with them? Oh, so would they... you want them to be Arsenal fans? Would you want them to be boxing fans?
2: No, do you know, I wouldn't know. Golf I, I know it sounds bad. I know you want to bond with your kids, but I quite like having stuff that it's just like what I do. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Well, like, I can't wait till they're like 14 and just want to go shopping with their mum and I just watch football all day. I know it sounds like some sort of dad from the 70s, but I, and I know we have to be all woke and thingy, but that is just normally what happens, isn't it? The, the daughters go shopping with their mums and the dad sits on their own drinking. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you... that's, that's
1: what I grew up with. That's... Oh, mate, Rob, you, is that your dream? That you're going <laughs> no, to basically no, be... Joking, only, i mean,
2: I would miss that. I'm only messing yeah. because once... If they were doing that every week... But the thing is, I would go shopping with the girls and I'd love to go... Like, if it was a traditional sort of girly-go... Girl, Going shopping, going to the spa, which is sort of stereotypical activity. So yeah. because I would happily go to a spa. I'd go and get a manicure and a pedicure. I'd love all that. So, like, I would happily do that with Lou and the girls. But
1: yeah, what I'd like but them. also they'll 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 be able to catch up with you because on their girly day out they'll end up uh, getting a cock balloon and going to see Rob beckett live, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good and Joe, you know what good on them if they're going to enjoy themselves? But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd
2: quite like them to have something that they. Love that for me. I love doing stand up, and like even if I weren't getting sort of paid, I'd always do it as my hobby. So if they yeah. if they can find something that they love to do and it doesn't really feel like work, that's what I'd love most. Yeah, like. so I'd... I
1: totally. I, I I would say this though, Rob. Yeah. If you somehow manage to send your career in a direction where you're just doing stand up as a hobby with no way of getting paid, yeah,
2: that is bad. It's gonna
1: be it's gonna be bleak as hell. Yeah, even if it's are by act, even if people people yeah. going, you know that guy. Yeah. He used, to, he used to play huge venues. Now we, he can't even get a fucking fee we, for this. We, we refuse to pay him and he still does an hour.
2: <laughs> We've had to start putting him on at five o'clock when they're filling in the venue. <laughs> Well, what would be the best thing your kid could do that you follow them around the world doing, right? So, like, you know, like, would it be like if they got
1: into golf? Golf's quite a nice lifestyle. Oh, but, no, I think, I think having a child who played sport would be too... Te- it would always be tense, wouldn't it? Yeah, Like, yes. Do you remember they used to cut to, like, you know, Judy Murray? Yeah. She's never having a good time. Yes, but I think, as I'm getting older, actually winning
2: isn't that important. Really, like you want to win and they'll want to win and you understand that they'll get nervous and really want it. But But you've got to remember,
1: Rob, you're not playing for the same prize money as Wimbledon.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I just uh, I was listening to a Johnny Wilkinson document. Have you listened to Johnny Wilkinson's like the way he's changed his mental approach to stuff? No, he's completely he's done loads of therapy, I think, and just completely changed the way he's thought about stuff and how that his approach to his life when he was at his most successful was he was at his most unhappiest when he was winning the World Cups and about how that he put too much pressure on himself. He thought that winning the World Cup made you be something, but actually it's what you feel inside and stuff like that. So I think, even if they did do sport, I could, I could hope... For, no, I'm telling here. I'd be fucking
1: screaming for him to win. <laughs> but I think that's a very good point about Johnny Wilkinson. I think, um, particularly in what we do, or if you're in an industry that's competitive, there's this kind of presumption that there is going to be something you achieve that will unlock a happiness yes. in yourself. And it doesn't and I think happen. The realisation that that isn't the case is probably the most freeing thing that can happen to someone.
2: A hundred percent, yeah.
1: We can both identify people that haven't had that realisation. No, and I hadn't at the start
2: of my career and I think I I sort of have in the last year or so and I think Covid's helped with that. But when you realise actually getting live at the Apollo or selling out your tour or hosting the variety performance or getting a BAFTA or whatever those things are in your industry it may be becoming a headmaster it might be doing a million pounds of sales at your company or whatever it is. Once you reach those things you actually get there and go ah, that's not what's going to make me happy It's, it's your approach to the world that makes you happy. So I think I don't think I would be that tense watching them win a tournament because I'd know that they'd won it and it would kill them. But I just got to understand that they're on their journey to realize that that won't make them happy. And you can't tell them, can you? You no. can't no one could have got through to Johnny Wilkinson before the World no. Cup final and go, this don't really matter, man. Do you know what I mean? He'd be like, fuck off, I've got to win.
1: <laughs> I think what we're both trying to say, Rob, Yeah is that we didn't want to be number one Peter Crouch you can have your fucking number one spot in the podcast (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean uh, yeah sure we were the biggest podcast in the country this year who cares baby and you know genuinely I know we're joking though but genuinely if we doing this show I just love doing it and I really enjoy talking to you and it's, uh, it's freeing and fun and I enjoy it if, if, if we were 50th in the chart or 100 or one, it's nice to be one and it, it's good and you get benefits from all of that stuff and it's easier to guess than that. But I I am now, my approach, since all of COVID, and this may be a bit too deep, is I'm just doing stuff, maybe because I've been on my own for two weeks, but my, my approach now is to make sure that every day I wake up, I'm enjoying that day's activities and it's fun and I enjoy it because I, I can't waste any more of my life suffering with stuff just for the sake of saying, I did that
1: do you know what I mean totally totally Rob couldn't agree more that's genuinely maybe yeah. there's positives you can take out of the lockdown like that yes and I- in four months when we come out of the lockdown
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what it is is the lockdown's made you realise everything's been taken away from us if you think about the, all of our freedoms to the point of like, the other day like I went for a walk with a friend and I was like oh my other mate his other mate worked in that building and oh does he want to come out as well I was like well we're not allowed to do that the fact that you can't walk through a park with two yeah. people is mad and having all that taken away from you it made me re- cherish and realise how amazing certain things are in life that you would have just disregarded as like you know me and you do filming and they'll go oh you're going off to Portugal to film and you know, like, oh god well I'll get that in here get, like when the reality is yeah. oh my god get to go to another country and meet new people and all that stuff sort of gone so I'm, I'm, my approach now is to make sure that every day I'm doing something I'm enjoying it and not just putting up with it for what someone else deems as a success. I think, do you know what? Yeah.
1: We didn't expect this to be the intro to Sean (laughs) 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 Rock.
2: And you're going to get a very different vibe from him.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, wowee. Yeah. If you're feeling chilled out and zen listening to this... Just pause it and go and enjoy that feeling for me. Yeah, and then when you want to sort of swear at the world, come back and plug into a bit of locking.
2: It's a good episode, isn't um, it, Joshua? Sorry for getting a bit serious. Got a bit serious there, but I think it's good sometimes, isn't it, Josh? Totally. I think that's you know that's what this is for,
1: and yes. I, I think the thing with Sean Lock is of all the comedians, he's probably the one I most enjoy watching and the one you're most excited to see what they say he's so and good. he barely podcasts if he ever has podcasts so it was amazing when he said yes well i think he's one of the best comedians this country's ever produced so do i so yeah enjoy Sherlock. he's got is
2: it three kids two kids Three, three, te- three. three, three teenage kids. kids yeah which is and the thought of having teenage sean in the house well you'll find out how it's going Hello, Sean Locke. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. Can you hear me all right? Is my mic on? Yeah. With my microphone. Thank you. This is an honour. You've only ever done one other podcast, Sean. So this is your second. This is very exciting. Thanks for doing it. Second podcast, yes. Can you give us a a quick explanation of your setup at home? How many kids have you got and their ages? Um, Oh, God, I know this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I've got two daughters. One's 17. No, she's not. She's 16, but she'll be 17 in March. I've got another daughter, who will be 15 this week, and I've got a son of 11, who will be 12 quite soon.
1: Do you teach them, Sean?
0: No, no, because they're at an age where, at any age, it wouldn't be of much use, but their age is, yeah, would, they, they don't need me. Which is quite good, actually, because I've got friends who've got younger kids who say it's hell. I'm really glad I've escaped that, but there's other, there's other issues, let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other issues? Well, you know, just living together in lockdown—it's hard, isn't it? It's yeah. really hard. I think I know the probably possibly when people see three comics talking about parenting, they're assuming we're going to choose the humorous side of the topic.
1: Yeah,
0: but I'd like to counteract that and kind of balance that. Um, I think it's terrible. I mean, it's really terrible what they're going through, kids. I really do. I feel for them. So it's fucking. It's terrible for them. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. When they're older, um, the issues are really about attitude and you know, just generally what the troubles they're going through, which are compounded by lockdown. So I'm yeah, I, seriously, I'd be loathe to criticize my kids, I think they're doing an amazing, amazing job of coping with it. All they've lost, all the socializing, which is what you are as a teenager, you're a social being and you want to find out about how to make friends and more friends and, and meet boys or girls or whatever, uh, I don't know, you can't call them that, whatever, can you? <laughs> That's me off channel four for a couple of years. Um, <laughs> like, you know, the, the idea of a moody teenager? Yeah. They are moody, they're fucking moody. <laughs> they unbelievably fucking moody. Imagine how moody my teenager is gonna be. <laughs> you know, like, you're so, you know, genuinely, you know, upbeat and like, I'm sure you have your moments. Yeah. As we all do, but you know it's going to be a very different. um, If you if you think of it as like a sort of a measurement, like like you're that moody, so they're going to be that extra bit moody. Mine are (laughs) my up there, (laughs) they're way they're touching the ceiling, so they're very moody, very very moody. Which I I've learnt to both understand and be completely ignorant of. Say in the same day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. In the same day, an understanding, thoughtful, considerate parent who is fully aware of everything they're going through. And then the other times of the day, you just think, you little fucking ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, I don't, oh, Christ, I wish I'd send you to boarding school.
2: <laughs> uh, How were they when they were little? Were you a hands on dad?
0: Well, yeah, a bit to a degree. I mean, I was touring a lot. Mm. It's unstable. So in my, when I was at, when I was at home, definitely. But you know, there were periods where I was away for quite a long time. Yeah. So it's quite strange for them, really, because they, they they would have me around, and then I'd be gone for you know. Well, when you go on a tour, you you you're gone for technically you're gone for three or four months, although you did come home. You know, mm. you know what it's like, so, but really you're away. In many ways, it would be good to be gone for that period of time, but. So your wife needs help, and you come back, and then you, you, you go away again. So yeah, well, I was hands-on as much as I could, and I enjoyed the elements of it, and other elements of it I found just awful. <laughs> <laughs> just all the jobs, and the, you're knackered, and you've got more jobs, and then there's more mess, and then there's more this and that. So sometimes you would find it absolutely enchanting, and other times, as any normal person would probably experience, or maybe not admit. Mm. So you just go, this is just, this is just, shit. This <laughs> <laughs> is awful. It's got people moaning at me and shouting at me all the time. And and I, and I know in front of me the whole day, there's just task after task after task, <laughs> which I was never built for. No,
2: no, no. Well, how, how are you as well, like, with the sort of small talk at the school gates with the other parents? Because... That's something that's unavoidable.
0: Yeah, I'm all right with that. I'm a fairly good social animal, and I
2: I, I like people, and I know you you find that hard to believe. (laughs) Uh, You're a great person to have a chat with, but if you had to line up some UK comedians, and who would be more willing to have a small talk conversation, I wouldn't put you at the front of the list.
0: No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah. And That would be very mood dependent.
2: Please. Yes. Yes. And and uh, you can. I uh, could tell in your eyes whether to or not have the chat. Yes.
0: I would, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would be doing that very much deliberately. That would be very intelligent <laughs> of you to, to spot that message, <laughs> and I tone. I get. It, I get it just to the right tone, so it's not yeah. like. Start running, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> just sort of just a nod and a walk past yeah. at speed, uh, yeah, because
0: like, I go, like, right, no, this, I, 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 I go, oh, gosh, you're doing your start running look, no, that's not good, <laughs> you just want them to not talk to you. <laughs> Have
2: you been asked to do speeches or talks at your kids' schools?
0: Yeah, I've done, I've done a few, I did a few quizzes, I did, I did a few quizzes, you know, to use charity,
2: yeah, get you know, some bobs which is nice to be able to help out. And do they watch you on telly, your kids?
0: Yeah, I think they do now, uh, but not, I don't think they choose that. You know what I mean? I don't think they go, right, there's all of Netflix. There's, there's if we finally got them to start watching using the iPlayer again. and It's not an uncool old fuddy duddies piece of software. Because they just had this thing that they, they would only watch Netflix, really annoying. I'm sure it's another whole other topic. I don't think they've they seen me, but I don't mean they've watched me by choice. Not at this age, anyway.
1: And when they were smaller, Sean, I can't imagine you quaintly playing with a child and pretending you're having a tea party and stuff like that. Did you throw yourself into that? Was that your kind of thing? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed all that. I'm, I I, <laughs> I loved. I like playing games, I love, I love a good Nerf war around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own Nerf gun.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah my you? wife got it for me for my birthday. It's brilliant. It's a really powerful one. <laughs> they are fun. They are fun, but you can really buy your way to the top of an Earth War just with an. Uh, it's an arms race.
0: Mm. It's
2: just a shame.
0: Didn't have them when I was a kid. I imagine how happy I would have been when I was a kid, you had a, a gun that actually fired and was considered to be safe. It's an amazing <laughs> achievement, though. Hats off to Mister Nerf. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a man, isn't he? He's like he's like really want the chocolate factory, but instead they're just making guns. You've
2: got Oompa Loompas. You they, they are actually firing tiny Oompa Loompas. That's what the bullets are.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I I love playing with my kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to really enjoy that.
2: And what about disciplining them? Are you a soft touch, or are you the, the the one that's in charge of turning no, them
0: off? I'm a bit all over the place, to be honest. I'm not a very good, but I'm be, be honest with you. I'll be very <laughs> honest with you. I would say, looking back, I'm not a very good parent. I'm,
2: <laughs> no, seriously. What well, well, about you say that? I would say,
0: because I'm inconsistent. Okay. Which I don't know whether that's a common thing, but I would say, yeah, I would say my wife's obviously a much better parent than me, and really has taken on the reins of dealing with their behaviour, because I would go one, one, one minute, I'd be re- reacting quite strongly towards their behaviour, um, Misbehavior, their rudeness, their just, just oh, they're just they're they're fuckery. You know, sometimes I just go, what the, f- the hell are they doing? Why, why am I living with these awful people? <laughs> what, what,
2: what would prompt that? What kind of behaviour would it be? Not I'm being polite, you
0: know, you just shouting at you, demanding, you haven't done something. You're this, you're that. I mean, my kids are an age really swear, and I have to admit. Over the years, a few words have tumbled from my lips. <laughs> 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 Which I'm not the most proud of. And so they use those with, you know, justify justifying. If I swore in my house, I'd just literally get a whack round the head at, at any age. It's, well, maybe at 17 or 18. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you would get a clout and that's, well, I'm quite, oh, I'm all quite from a different sort of era. So I'm a bit confused when they start swearing at me. I think, you're supposed to hit people when they swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I go, I know.
2: I know you can't do that anymore. Shout back at them. Uh... <laughs> so would you say you're a mood dependent parent where if you are in a bad mood you'll Yeah, you
0: I think I am and I think I am really disappointed in myself in that way. Um yeah, I would say I'm a yeah, I'm I'm an inconsistent parent, yeah, which I think is very isn't good and i think is due to the parenting that i had you know so i i would say i had very inconsistent parenting in many ways So a lot of a lot mm. of unfortunate stuff happened so i don't have a consistent parenting template yes which yeah. is what you need I think, I think i think you know if you had that template you kind of know h- how to play the game and i, and I think that you know Rather than break the cycle, I've kept it going,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but just reduced it slightly. Yeah, 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 toned it down a Tent bit. Took the edge off. Yeah, toned it down. Took the edge off. So, were there things that you you wanted to do as a parent to like discipline kids, or you know, or you know, how to treat your kids, and then your wife would be like, "No, that's not what you do, but that's what you were used to," or, did you, or was you aware of it every hour of the day? <laughs> well, not every other day, but I'd say she
0: tells me, "No." Uh, oh, for God's sake!
2: Why have you done? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any examples of when that's
0: happened? Every no? day. Well, just she said, "Why do you engage with them when they start shouting at you? You don't get into an argument with a fifteen-year-old. You just abort, just ignore them, walk away."
2: But yeah, yeah, I had a really good point.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, you, you, do you quite I enjoy? Had a really good point.
2: Do you, do you quite enjoy like confrontation and a point of an argument if you think you're right? A back and forth
0: yeah i i think i don't think i enjoy a confrontation but i don't have any um i don't have a, a, a i don't reject it as an idea I think a lot of people just go they don't i can't do confrontation i don't like confrontation
2: yeah i don't
0: have any kind of um i don't embrace it but i accept it
1: yeah
2: you don't find it difficult
1: yeah it's it's part of
0: everyday life yeah and i, I and i i suppose my children are a bit like that when well, my older my daughters are and i and i, I would say that that would be <laughs> Personality, just that was what you're given. An extension of it, but also I would say a good portion of that is due to how both of us have parented them. But possibly my my influence has been greater. <laughs> a lot of people would probably be nodding at things that some of the things I'm saying. I'm sure it's more common than than than, than is admitted. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we we need to sort of. Um, admit that you know we fuck up on a, a daily basis uh, yeah
1: you
0: know monthly basis so i'd say i fucked up but i do enjoy, still really enjoy my kids and i still you know have a really good laugh with them but then seconds later we're actually it, at it, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it
2: sounds quite like a mediterranean family that are quite pas- passionate <laughs> Yeah, well, we, we, we
0: tell, i tell them i love them every day and you know more than once a day and uh and I apologize to my kids when I'm out of order, you know I...
2: I think that's important I don't think yeah. I, don't, I think that's a very new thing where
1: like maybe your parents wouldn't have apologized if they'd done something wrong ever ever yeah and do, how does it go when you apologize to them? Do they apologize to you as well or is it a little bit, but more more it's just it's nodding and go well
0: sometimes my daughter says and nah, now, I bet you after this when you finished. You're gonna just come back and say sorry in about half an hour. And she hasn't got quite as gruff voice as I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's right, you know. I do you know, sometimes it is predictable, but at least I do. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, well, I think as well, lockdown, hormones, teenage daughters in house, it's, it's a house, is it's, you know, it's a boiling pot. It's, it's really tough on them. And, and that also, it must be frustrating, you know, especially if you, when you're looking at your kids, learning from home and not being with their friends and stuff like that. Like what when COVID ends, as it were, and there's no restrictions on lockdowns, is the one thing that you like to do with your family or your kids? Would you, would you just, would you want to go on a big family holiday together or would you want a bit of time away? Away. So I think we all of us, need a break <laughs> so you'll send them on like travelling alone
0: <laughs> well my eldest will be old enough to go off on her own yeah. uh, she'll be 17 uh, with mates obviously and well I think we'll probably what we'll do is like my wife will take one away and to do something they like doing and I'll go away with my son yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you take your kids football, Sean? I know you're a big Chelsea fan and you've got a season ticket. Do you take them? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do take them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it, is it is that a real nice bonding thing It is, do? yeah. I take my
0: daughters as well. Yeah. But my oldest one is because she is so difficult has decided to support Man City. She doesn't even know where Manchester is.
2: Just to wind you up, is that?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. would you
2: say your eldest is the one you... Cl- is she similar to you, then, in personality, and you class Yes, yeah, she's most similar to me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, OK. And she's a Man City fan?
0: Not really, but, you know, she's anything that makes my mouth twitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she got other little things she does to try and wind you up, Sean. Is it Like, I used to put those tomato sauce on my dinner to annoy my dad.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do loads of stuff like that. They do loads, they just they know your buttons, they know you really well, they know you inside out, they've observed you in a really interesting way because they've observed you as their brains have developed. So, you're deeply imprinted upon them, obviously, but also, they've just been watching you be a fucking useless idiot uh, (laughs) over and over again. So, they're sort of watching you going, oh, God, you know, he's done that, he's done this, or he's done that. So, I think they've been observing you for over a long, long period of time as well, so they know you inside out. If you ask them to do something, like, after every meal, I don't think it's a lot to ask. I don't think it's a lot to ask. It's just take your plate up to the... We're not asking them, we don't ask them to wash up, because that's just too much of a battle, we've given up on that. But just take your plate from the table to the sink. Would you do that? Could you manage that? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do it in a minute. I'm just going to do something. Well, no, but you're getting up and walking past the sink. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, you know, I've just got to do this. You know, just, just little things that just constantly wind you up. And every day we have to ask, to the point now where I just go, oh, I just take the plate up. I can't be bothered with the aggro. So you let they, they do win yeah, you know, yeah. in that
2: respect. Do you have, with them being on their phones a lot, do you have, like, rules on social media and their phones, how long they can be yeah, on? We do, yeah, yeah, and that's the
0: big point of conflict. That's the main point of conflict is turning switching their phones off because my wife has control over their phones from her phone. Oh. oh wow! And yeah, yeah, you can do that quite easily. You set their you set their phone contract up through yours. Don't ask me, Ashes. She's done it. <laughs> yeah. So she can control not just how long their phones are switched on, but also what apps they have and, and how long they have on those apps.
2: Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. So what's the what's the main app that they, they, they... There's a
0: lot of Instagram, obviously TikTok, Depop, um, those kind of things. But what we did with my, with our eldest, we said, 16, we said, right. Okay. We, we'd agreed with her. You have control of your phone and you, you can, um, you can monitor it, but it's your job to monitor it. And then, but she was still had the information and she was only 10 hours a day on it. <laughs> After three months of this, we said, you can't control it. Can you? And she's, she's like, yes, I can. <laughs> we go, well, no, you can't, can you? You, you just, you you're 10 hours a day. <laughs> 10 hours. <laughs> I mean, my eldest, I think, is particularly more addicted. My middle one is less. She's more inclined to go off and do stuff. She's actually more, um, she she makes things. She's, she, she sews a lot and, and does constructive stuff and paints and does things like that. But my eldest one, yeah, she'll get really stuck into her phone.
1: I find it amazing. Like the, the thought of how to decide when my daughter whenever she gets the age like it feels to me like it's so foreign from the experience of me growing up when it was tv or maybe a computer game it like it's because I know what effect it's had on me in the last 10 years my smartphone it's completely changed my ability to concentrate or my ability to kind of do anything really or when I'm not with it I do feel like withdrawal symptoms really
2: And you smoke, yeah. when you smoke, it's bad for your lungs. So you're not allowed to do that until you're older. But, you know, the, the phones are terrible for your mental health and your development, but it's sort of free reign. Yeah, yeah. it's it? okay,
0: because we never had the debate because the technology came in so quickly. Yeah. And because it's not something you directly imbibe, there was never a debate about it in, in society. It's like, it's, and I find that frustrating and I've You know, it's really interesting that the, the heads of most of these big tech companies don't let their kids use phones. Yeah, because they know well, addi- how. Yeah. They're designed to be addictive. The like button and all that designed to be addictive. But what it is is because parents didn't have the debate. And parents, there's the soft parents who go, "Yeah, you can go on your phone all the time." So the other kids eventually feel the pressure to go on their phones.
1: Yeah,
0: all the time and be on their phones. so you know, it's that kind of peer pressure. But it, it's something that's so powerful
2: that that it should be. It should be. At least there should be a discussion about banning them. So does your eldest daughter, when you talk about that and the phones, does she just sort of palm it off as, oh, you're just behind the times, you don't understand, you're older and stuff? And, sometimes. And just... Sometimes
0: she goes, yeah, you're right. She, other times she would just fess up and she'd just go. Goes... Because what it is, you, you don't have the relationship with the content. You have the relationship with the device. That's what's really interesting about it. Not the content. The content is irrelevant. You know, the the content. That's why, you know, YouTubers, you know, you've ever met a new YouTuber. How shit is a YouTuber? How low is the standard of of work that they present to their audience? How piss poor are they? You know, you think of any YouTuber that would raise anything other than just a mild... (laughs) Um, But they've got millions of followers because their followers have no are not discerning in any way. They're the least discerning audience ever created. It's, they no.
2: rely on the regularity of like, if I go there, I know I'll get that. And it, the quality is never really that big an issue. It's just that it will always be there.
0: If, if you showed me a YouTuber with one cell of talent, I'd be shocked. <laughs>
2: I, to be fair I, the, the the big ones are the the way they they produce content like KSI and people like that I think could be good but the it's a bit like sketch comedy uh YouTube the the good ones are incredible but there's some absolute dog shit knocking about are they, are they, well, I, I had a look and i wasn't I didn't sense that but maybe I'm wrong <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm harsh I'm a harsh I was just say your kids into YouTubers then Sean? Are they are they like do they love watching YouTube? No,
0: they're not. They go on Depop, they look at clothes, and then they go on
2: Instagram. Yeah, because didn't you didn't you move um, like down to the coast and then come back to London? Yeah. Um, was that a chart? Was it the kids didn't get on with it, or was it more just as a family didn't like it? No, it, it was it was when we moved. We moved.
0: We, we lived in Bow, and then we moved out to Lewis. And I don't really know why. We just thought I just no, I don't we were talking, my wife has always said, we've just spent our whole life in London. It might be good to experience something else. And then you just don't realise what you've set in motion just by just amusing thought. I'm oh, with a glass of wine on a sofa. Next minute, you've totally screwed up your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what was Germany? it like? It
0: awful. Was it? awful. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's like, there's nothing wrong with Lewis. It's a lovely town. It's just, it wasn't right for us. It wasn't, we're city people and... I knew within half an hour of moving there. because so I hadn't really prepared myself mentally, some stupid bloke. Uh, but my wife had obviously done all the preparation and the emotional preparation. And so we got down there and as these blokes were humping our furniture into the house, uh, one said, oh, oh, lovely garden you've got I'll see you sitting there in a lounge with a drink. That'd be lovely, that. I was thinking, oh God. Oh no, that's what my future is It's just sitting on a freaking lounger in my lovely garden. And, I, and I, I walked around the house, and it wasn't a like, night, it was a bigger house than we had in, much bigger house than we had in London, but with a proper sized garden. I remember sitting, sat down, I was thinking, I don't remember this being part of the plan, living in a massive, big, you know, this was never what I wanted. Uh, and then I just sort of was, was sort of really upset, not upset, but, you know, thinking, oh, Christ, I don't want it. What have I done? And my wife said to me, "You can't undermine something we've made, we've done, we've done this together, and we're going to see it through." And you'll just have to bite your lips. So I did. I bit my lip for a year, and then she came to me and she said, "I can't live here either." <laughs> oh,
1: <God. laughs> and what did you feel at that point, Sean?
0: I was just delighted. I le- I think I leapt up and <laughs> hugged her and danced her around the living
2: room. Um, and how old were the kids at that point? My eldest was about nine or ten. Oh, so they hadn't started secondary school. So, they, but you had to change yeah. their primary schools and then move back again. Yeah.
0: yeah. So when my when we moved back in twenty fourteen, we we were lucky. We got into a primary school around, around where, we, where we live. And they are all really grateful. None of them miss it. Oh, good. None of them, uh, miss it, but it's a nice. It's a lovely place, and it, and the people are really nice. And there's nothing wrong with the place. It's it's you know it's, it's it just wasn't right for us. But I would always warn people, I say, you know, you think of this idyllic life. There's only so many freaking walks you want to go on.
1: I'm genuinely going to... I cannot wait for Rose to listen to this episode because this is what she needs to hear. Oh, this she wants a,
2: to go, does she? Where she want to well, go? Well, no, she
1: doesn't want to go, but I think it's that same thing. It's that kind of, you know, you're... Idealising, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the reality actually is that... Boring. It's really boring. It's <laughs> fucking... If you want
0: something that's dull, then move out. You want, no, that's wrong, because I'd I'll, I'll be upsetting loads of people. Ah, it so upsetting. When have
2: you ever cared
0: <laughs> about upsetting
1: people? Well, yeah, I know, but, you know, they
0: they buy tickets, don't they?
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it the people, or was it just the amenities, or was it... What was it it's, that you... Uh, dull. I mean, it's just boring. It's just yeah.
0: I mean, it's so nice. It's nice in the... i tell you what it is. It's the winter. The winter's yeah. awful. It's just dark. That's it. <laughs> and it have got you got go about sort of 4 hours of daylight and it's then it shuts down it's just a small place i, I wanted to be in a city i'm a city person so there's yeah. nothing wrong with it i found it to, for me i missed all my mates
2: my family
0: now i'm so glad i moved back yeah and i think yeah, yeah i think it's
2: good though to admit admit sometimes if you made an error rather than just gritting your teeth
1: when talking about your friends did you Sit around as a family. Your one of your good friends is Bill Bailey. Did you sit around as a family and watch um Strictly this winter?
0: Yes, yeah, it was great, wasn't it? It's was brilliant. It's one of the great pleasures of the week, really. Are you tempted yourself for next year, Sean? No, no, I don't think so. I he phoned me up and asked me about whether he should do it or not, and I said no, I don't think you should do it. I don't know if he
1: needed to make that phone call to get your response <laughs> to that. No, uh,
0: I said no, but, but they are very, very different people. I mean, it's all the grinning. I couldn't do all the freaking no. grinning. Yeah. And all the sort of, they didn't have to do as much this year because they were all sort of isolating, keep away from. But normally they're all sort of like standing around, uh, hugging and yeah, hugging and grinning and grinning and hugging and it's been. It's, and everyone's so freaking upbeat on the show. So all handled it really well. Bill was a very good counterpoint to that, and he handled it his way. But you're a good dancer, though.
2: I saw you at that Prince concert. You like dancing, I love don't that. you? So I think you, I you could do well at it.
0: I think, I think. yeah, I probably could learn the dances. I would like to learn to dance, but then I think to myself, but if you want to learn to dance, go and get some dancing lessons. <laughs> 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 you it, Sean. You, you, can, you can treat yeah. and get... Go and get a dancing lesson. And he goes, you don't have to put yourself through the humiliation of a TV show. <laughs> but Bill, Bill asked me, and I said, no, and I, I said to him, look, I said, also. Well, I said, what about the curse of Strictly? And he said, yeah, well, I've looked into that. I found out, that he said, most of the people weren't very happy in their relationships. And I said, well, oh. of course they said that. <laughs> I said, they're not going to say I was really happy in my relationship. But look at, look at what I've just pulled. <laughs> I was just, you know, I couldn't help myself. But I was really happy. And of course they're yeah. unhappy. I said, they're bad to that. I said, and also, at the start of Strictly, they were probably very happy in their relationship. But week in, week out, a dancer rubbing themselves up and down your thigh for eight hours a day, up and down, up and down. <laughs> right. And after a while you go, actually, I really like this. Oh, I, this makes me really happy. I said, I don't think I was very happy at home. Because my never does this. Just rubs himself yeah. up, up and down against me. So I said, I don't think that's, that's the reason. But um, he's very... Um, upright standing citizen.
1: Have you got any more questions, Josh, or should I do my final No, one? no I like your final question, Rob. I'm interested on in Sean's response to it.
2: Um, well, this is an opportunity, Sean, for if there's something that frustrates you about the way your partner parents, um, but you can't really say it to her face without a row in shooting, but if she did listen back to this, she could go, oh, that is a fair point, and I might change that behaviour. Is there something that your wife does, parenting-wise, that you don't agree with? Oh, God, no, not really. She's kind of like, got it, Pretty nailed down
0: really she's pretty good at it i mean i think I think she probably doesn't recognize her errors as readily as I do, so when she <laughs> fucks up because she obviously will inevitably screw up at some point, yeah, say the wrong thing, I don't think she's very good at sort of going yeah 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 yeah, and that was a bit, I was, that was a bit of, a, but she has to be this kind of rock at the center of the thing, so maybe that's that's the reason she, you know, once you start picking away at the rock, you know, what, 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 what you, what you left with?
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, what, what, would say about, what would she say about you, do you think, that frustrates her the most? She just came in the room, right behind, no, no
0: joking, lads, she just took, there's a printer next really? to me, and as I was talking about her, <laughs> she just crept in and crept out. Thanks, guys, thanks a <laughs> Oh, dear. That's my afternoon. <laughs> I, was um, to, I was hoping to have non-stop sex all afternoon, and now yeah. you've ruined it.
1: No, uh, Thanks, Sean. That's been amazing. This was perfect. Thanks, so
2: Sean. Good. Nice to speak to you, fellas. Oh, thanks so much. Cheers, Sean. Sean. Oh, bye.
1: Sean Locke there, Josh. That was. I was a bit scared of doing that one, because I love Sean, but he's quite a scary man. I'd say he is my... I'd say he's up there with my favourite comics in the world. Oh yeah! But he's also uh, the Roy of—he of, is the Roy Keane of comedy. Yes, is yeah.
2: You like him? He's a he's pallid, but you can get a bit nerve nervous of him.
1: Let's be honest—we were all surprised when he said yes to doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I thought the response would be, oh, do you f- a fucking podcast? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That's what I was expecting, or no reply, but it was up. Yeah.
2: He's probably a bit bored in lockdown, to be fair. It sounds yeah. like him and his uh, eldest daughter, are two. Like,
1: he's basically he's bred in a pod. another Sean Locke that's younger yeah.
2: and got more energy than him to argue.
1: But do you know what? I think that that's a really good, like, to spot your faults and be self-analytical as a parent. I mm. think it's a really big thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I thought
2: it was, um, it has got interesting. It's uh his approach but um, but yeah like it's it's hard though it must be terrible for people with teenagers because that is the age 17 that you know to go out and do things and get a job and meet people and all that and it must be frustrating watching your kids not be able to do that and then getting frustrated and arguing with you just because they would normally be out the
1: house at this point exactly I think you know in a weird way we are very lucky at the stage in our lives we're at for this lockdown yes. having a having kids our age where, where we're not under pressure, really, to be mm. getting them ready for GCSE. Not not really. We're not under pressure at all to be getting them ready for GCSE. And they don't really... They're not worrying about it or any of that. I think if you were looking at Top Trumps and, like, the best age to have, if you were having yeah. kids in lockdown,
2: I think it would be year five of primary school. Yeah. Where it's like, nothing serious has happened. There's no big school coming. They're old enough to sort of navigate the laptop and unmute themselves and do the lessons. Yeah. But... Um, Well, I think the top
1: trump is no kids.
2: The top trump is no kids at all. Well, I would say, though, it's top trump's no kids, but if you're not working or whatever, or you're being made redundant on furlough, the days are long. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah, Rob, it must be awful having really long days (laughs) with
2: just your hobbies
1: to do. That must be fucking terrible. Just long days stretching into, oh, maybe I'll cook, maybe I'll do... Earlier on, I had to decide between exercise or a shower. That was my (laughs) option. (laughs) I know, and I've
2: actually, I've actually got uh, my eldest with me now because Lou's had to go to the, uh, the doctor. Do you want to come and say hello quickly on the podcast? Come here, come and say hello to Josh. Hello. Look, come and sit up here let you just say hello. And take, why don't you say thanks for listening? Hello. And you can finish it, say hello. Hello. <laughs> here you go, you can say hello, hello. to Josh. Hello. How are you? And can you say thank you for listening? Thank you. For listening. No? You've gone no. shy? Yeah, uh-huh. anyway, right. I'll be out in a minute. One second. Right, we're gonna have to go now, Josh. I'll no, no. Rob, I,
1: I, I understand. I don't. I don't feel it. I think it'd be unprofessional for me to say we need to talk about Sean Lock for ten more minutes when you're, <laughs> child, when you're looking after your child. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, and see you next see time. You, uh, see you on Tuesday. right Bye. Cheers. Bye.